the money prescription. Today in the morning I was checking around, I was surfing my social media, my YouTube, my podcasting apps, and I found one episode called the money prescription, how to fix your finance. And as you can tell, when you read that title, like how good that she could be, what new stuff can they tell me? And I was blown away when I started to pay attention to the information within this podcast. And one of the first tips that they share, it was, it was simple but so fucking good that it made me a main or earn $174, $174 after I heard this tip and was, check do you have a store money that you are not using? And I started to check online. I was checking my digital wallets and there was like, I bought in the year, maybe last year or two years ago, I bought $50 of Bitcoin on a digital wallet when Bitcoin was maybe $16,000. And those, 16, those uh, $50 now were in value $174. So I found that money that was there, you know, just waiting. And I used it to buy gift cards for Amazon and from other websites. So that is a nice way to start how to fix your finance is try to find where do you have money stored that you don't remember. Sometimes we bought a gift card. Sometimes we open an account in a bank and we are not using that account anymore. And we have maybe 50 solids there. So it's a way to start scratching all the places where maybe some little pieces of your effort of your money are located. And on this episode, I'm going to give you like five or six uh, tips that are easy to very applicable that will allow you to improve your money situation. As always, it's interesting that people say always, I want to make more money, but nobody wants to follow like money podcasts or money advice. So please make yourself a, a favor and pay close attention to this episode. Before starting, I want to say thanks to the sponsor, as always, inglesparacholos.com. You know that is the way to go. And also remember to spread the word. Tell the people to go to Spotify. They will find me with my nickname, Uncle Baita. The first tip that they shared on this podcast was... If you want to fix your finance, you need to understand your average income per month and also per year. Why per month? Because if you are working as an employee, it's easy to understand your income per month. That's your salary, right? At the end of the month or every two weeks or every quincena, as we call in Latin America, every quincena, they will give you like half of your salary. So per month, you more or less have an idea how much money are you making. But if you want to take your financial life to the next level, you need to start doing extra hours as a freelancer. And when you become a freelancer, you will be uh, surprised that your income is not that fixed anymore. Some weeks you will make more money, other weeks less money. In my case, for example, in the vitamin case, especially when you start the month, there are a lot of people buying um, vitamins. And when you start the year, even more. So you need to understand how, what is your more or less your average monthly income and then try to go per year. How much money you were making last year in comparison to this year and last two years or last three years. In that way, you can spot a trend. First, how much money are you doing more per year? Because we understand inflation exists. So if you are not making this year 15% more or 20% more than last year, inflation is beating you and you don't want the shit. Second, when you start to find average per year, you will realize which months are the most profitable. You will find out, for example, depend on your sector. 
In some sectors, December is profitable. In other sectors, like education, March is profitable. That's why I love to combine one vitamin business with an educational business. So when one business is high, the other is low and vice versa. But what I'm trying to go, especially if you are starting, you want to start just with one thing. And when you know that it's going to be a high month or high season, you are connected to the WhatsApp like a pitbull all the time. But when you know that it's a low season, you can take your time to do research, to try to plan things for the future. So there is a time for branding, there is a time for researching, and there is a time for, for selling. And all that thing you understand when you start to project your income statements. That is the first one. Fix your finance, planning your future uh, income months and years. The second, and this is an Uncle Balta tip. I, I haven't heard this on, on podcast, but this is my tip, is give yourself a two-year gift-free life. So what happened is, but before, friendly reminder, if you want to text me, if you want to contact me to hire me as a, your personal coach, you want to join Inglés para Cholos, buy your drugs or supplements, you can text to más 51 9890 I reply all the messages by myself. I don't believe in secretaries. So let's go with this one. What happened... And this applies to all the cultures, but especially to the Latin America culture. Our Latin American culture is designed to have a lot of holidays, a lot of birthday, wedding parties, um, baby showers. And on each, on each event, you have to spend money. For example, December, you have all the reunions with the people from the university, school, the family, Christmas, the New Year Eve party. Then uh, on January, uh, summertime, you need to rent a house in the beach. You need to spend the money in the alcohol. Uh, birthdays, you need to give a, spend money on a gift. Then on February, if love time, you need to spend uh, a gift for your girlfriend on Valentine's Day. And each month will have at least one or two holidays that are going to destroy your wallet. You need to make yourself a favor and for two years forget about spending on gift for two years sounds crazy but you will be surprised how people also forgive this to you if you don't give gifts away for two years nobody's going to block you you are not going to lose friends but the amount of money that you're going to save is obscene i can tell you if you spend two years if you're an average person and you spend and i can tell you because i have coached a lot of people and this tip fix their finance If you spend two years with no gift, you're going to save maybe, maybe $2,000 or $3,000, even more, I can tell you, maybe maybe four or $5,000, dollars, no soles, 15,000 soles, 20,000 soles. And that money is going to help you for future businesses, but that we are going to check that later. But the tip here is keep it simple. Give yourself two years of no gift. You will be surprised what happened with your life. Next one. Learn a skill that is easy to monetize, and especially a skill that you can learn fast. I know many people, I have an episode about this, that is the, the long source and the short source, la espada larga y la espada pequeña. And we were checking how samurais, they have a long source for, for long battles and short source for, for short battles. The same happened with a skill. You need to develop a skill in the long term. For example, learning a language is a skill that will take you Not, not that much time, but maybe six months or one year working. But there are skills that you can learn in maybe two weeks or three weeks, and they can start paying the bills. You want to do both things at the same time. 
things that are going to pay the bill fast and things that you can escalate with a few short time. Uh, a fast skill to learn, for example, will be how to design a website. Now there are some uh, pages that allow you to design website rapidly. How to get small clips from videos, especially now on social media. If you want to sell people, want, you, you need people to remember you. How to automatize email publicity. So whenever you gather your email list from your customers, you can send massive mails to them. So there are these skills that everybody needs and you can learn them in two, three days or maybe one week. Start for those ones. No, these skills, once that they start giving you money, you use that money to learn another skill and another skill. And that's how you start stacking the skills. Therefore, you became more valuable in the market. The next one is learn to hack your needs. And this is also a huge, huge thing. When we see a publicity of a car, oh, I wish I could have that car so I can go to the beach and take my dog with me. Well, you know, I have a, a car in my house. I can do that without buying this, this, uh, this new car. I wish I have a house in the beach because I was thinking about buying a house in the beach. The price was $150,000 Oh, looks nice. And then I realized, do I need to buy a house or can I just rent a house for $200? I have a beautiful house. I go to the beach and next time I can rent the house in another beach and also go with my dog there. So. How, what is the easiest path to achieve your dreams or the thing that you want to, to, the outcome that you want without spending that much money? Learn how to hack your needs and your desires. Next tip, understand the difference between fixed expenses and discretionary expenses. Fixed expenses are the ones that you need to pay anyway. For example, the bills, the, the energy bill, the water bill, your rent in case you're renting. And what is discretionary spending? When you go to the restaurant, for example, you can eat at home. You don't need to go to the restaurant. So what is fixed and what is discretionary? You can reduce both things, but we need to understand that they exist first. In the case of rent, for example, I have many young people thinking about moving from their parents' house. If your parents are not that hardcore, because they are hardcore parents, I will suggest instead of going to a new apartment, just start supporting your family with some money. Most of the cases, not all, but most of the cases when you start supporting the money, the family with 300 soles or 400 soles per month, they're going to treat you better because they know that now you are kind of an asset. So instead of going and rent an apartment that will cost you 1,500 soles, you help your family with 500 extra soles per month and also you start buying the food. It's going to be less money you still have a comfortable house in, in, in case that that is your case. And um, you don't need to prepare the meals because your family is preparing the meals for you. Of course, it's good that you know how to prepare your meals, but you understand the point. If we are talking about saving, sometimes moving to a new location is not the smartest way to save. The second one, talking about food. Um, if you like good food, you need to prepare your own meals. I mean, no questions around that. But if you like restaurants, the question is, is there a way to go to the same restaurant without spending that much money? Uh, when my mother go to her friends to restaurants, usually they just go and buy desserts. Compren postre nomás. They buy desserts, it's like 20 soles, 30 soles per person. Um, that's it. You don't need to buy a full meal. You don't need to buy wine. You don't need to buy a soda. You can just have a dessert and when you go out, you, you buy your soda. Or you have the dessert at the restaurant and then you go back to a person's house and you drink a wine there. Cheaper. The same thing, but cheaper. 
and also in discretionary expenses, I will include car. People buy, I was listening in today's podcast and the guy said this, he said, like people spend half of their savings in a car. And when I was hearing that, like, oh, he doesn't know Latin American people. Latin American people, in my case, I used to throw all my money. How much money do I have? I have like $32,000. Okay, the $32,000 go to a Seat Cooper brand new. <laughs> but there are even worse cases that people ask a loan to the bank to pay the car. And that is even dumber. So reducing your fixed and discretionary expenses is a must. And let me give you like three extra rapidly because I have a, a coaching session to do after this. Set an emergency fund, uh, have some savings, ten ahorros. Here is the deal. When we hear that we should have savings, uh, usually the answer is boring. It's like, yes, because if you have emergency and usually we believe that we will never have emergencies in our life. Big mistake. Second, we said, no, because you can have more comfort. Eh, that is cool. But I can tell you the real reason why, how you're going to be motivated to have savings. First, because it gives you the chance to test. When you have six months, one year of savings in your bank account, you can start testing new business ideas, new endeavors. For example, I want to test a new kind of content, a new format of content. I can test it for one month because I know if the case if it's not working, I still have money for one year or two years extra. So these savings are a cushion for you to test new stuff. And we understand that success only is going to happen if you test new things. And maybe you test one thing, you test another thing. But in the thing number five or number six, that is going to blow up and that is what is going to make you money. So that's why you want the savings. So you can now test things. And second, because it's going to give you tranquility. Is going to give you a lot of peace of mind. You don't need to do what they call the mental jiu-jitsu. Oh, am I going to buy this or that? What happened? No, no. You just don't care. You just flow with life because you know you have your savings. And well, one extra thing just to wrap this, this tip is that when you have savings, you will be surprised how many opportunities start to appear. Because when you don't have savings, you don't pay attention to opportunities. But when you have savings, suddenly say, oh, this should have 50% discount. If this is something that I need, if this is an asset that is going to help me, okay, I have the money to buy it with cash. And when you have cash, people give you even more discount. So those are a lot of reasons why you should keep your savings account big. Um, just two extra things. Get advantage of all the government perks. Um, for example, there are a lot of government benefits for people who don't have a house. If you don't have a house, if you don't have an apartment, there are plenty of government benefits for those people. They give you money with a very low interest rate, maybe 3%. Sometimes they give you apartments for, I don't know, for $50,000, $60,000 here in Peru. So here in Lima, to make it even clear. So enjoy the government perks. What is also another government perk? If you are a freelancer, you can make until 32,000 soles per year without having to pay tax. If you are a small business owner, you can make 8,000 soles with the RUS, con el régimen RUS, without, uh, just paying like 80 soles per, per month. So enjoy all the perks that government gives you. And by the way, the government will never advertise these perks, will never promote these perks because they are perks for the people that research. So you need to do your research. What benefits are available in my country? And if you are from other cities, if you are not from Lima, the thing is even better. 
because with this thing that we are promoting inclusivity and all the shit, there are pairs that are, you'll be surprised how many things. For example, if you are from Ancash, this is a city here in Peru, and uh, you have like some degree, an engineer degree or any degree, you can apply for the mines, para, por las minas, that are around your city, and there is a higher chance that they will hire you if you live close to the mine than if you are from Lima. So enjoy all the, gober- all the perks available. And last but not least, I would say, if you want to improve your financial status, start a project. You know why? Because first, when you start a project, you start to pay attention what skills do you need. So that will help you with the first tip. The second thing, when you start a project, you start to find opportunities in the market. Because, for example, if I'm going to record a podcast, when I'm listening to podcasts, I'm paying attention. What thing can help my audience? The same happened with a project. How do you start a project? And that could be like a full episode, but let's do it now. What problems are around you? What annoys you? ¿Qué te jode? Okay, me jode esto, esto, esto. Okay. From all these things that annoys me, what is the thing that I can actually fix? That I have some kind of expertise, some kind, so I can fix. Okay, I can fix this problem. The next question, how can I monetize the solution? Because if you don't monetize the solution, it's not scalable. A lot of people want to sell you the idea. No, just do it for free. Do it for free. Be a good citizen. No. If you are not making money, how can you reinvest? How can you make the project bigger? So it's important to find a way to monetize the thing. And once that, that happens, you'll be surprised that you just create a money-making machine for you that at the same time is fixing a problem that you care about. And the best part is that you are gathering yourself, you're going to gather yourself with people that also have your same mission and people that are waiting for your expertise. This is something that if you're in your 20s, you you are not going to understand it yet, but I, I want to tell you what is going to happen with you. When you reach your 30s, your friends are going to get married. Some friends will travel to other countries. Uh, some friends are going to struggle in life and they will try to not to talk with you because they are embarrassed to, to talk with you because they are in a bad situation. So basically your friends, they are not going to disappear, but they are going to be harder to reach. So you know who are going to be your new friends? The people that are within your project, your customers, your suppliers, your peers in the project. And I can tell you because this happened to me now. The people that I see every day are my customers for the Vietnamese, my customers from Inglés para Cholos, my coaching customers, and my friends from the gym, my gym partners. Basically, that is my social life. When I try to reach a person from the university, always they are busy. <laughs> they text you, but they are afraid to, to meet in social life. So starting a project is also a beautiful way to make sure that all the previous tips are going to happen. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Remember, apply the wisdom to your life and make your life less miserable. Also spread the word. Tell the people to go to Uncle Balta on Spotify. And you can join my WhatsApp channel. Type in this URL, anklebalta.com. Tipeas anklebalta.com y te va a mandar a mi canal de WhatsApp. Blessings and I will see you tomorrow in the next podcast.